the debates are today, right? And I tell my mom, the debate for the VP, like, because the president got COVID, so they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do for the next debate, which I heard is a town hall. And this is going to sound bad, but I didn't know the difference between, like, a formal debate and the town hall. So my mom explained it to me because my mom knows all about that. She goes, well, the town hall is when they have, like, a crowd and they ask questions to the candidates and they have to answer them. I'm like, oh, so what we saw the other day, she's like, yeah, it's different. But since the president got COVID, they don't know how they're going to do it. Kamala Harris wants Pence to be behind plexiglass. He said no, so I wonder how that's going to go. Bro, what a crazy time to be alive, honestly, honestly, honestly. But anyway... This is episode two of Punched in the Mouth. I hope you guys enjoy it. One thing I forgot to say, I was in the middle of saying it and I never finished my sentence for whatever reason. Follow me on the Twitter sphere at PITM underscore official. Again, that is PITM underscore official. You're going to figure out why I said that if you listen to the whole show. Again, PITM underscore official. Have a great day, guys. I really do hope you enjoy the show. to back in your lives okay we're gonna talk about the fallout of ufc 253 adesanya versus costa the first fight i want to talk about is hakim duwadayu versus zubaira turkishnov i i don't know if that's the correct way to say his last name but i think it is if it's not i am very sorry those dagestani names are very hard to pronounce Anyway, this fight was crazy. Not because it was action-packed, but because of the ref. The ref, at one point, told Duwadayu no cussing, which I'm assuming is part of the rule book because it's not the first time I heard it, but for a ref to tell a dude that's trying to go in there and kill a dude to stop cussing made me laugh. I was actually angry because I love Nick and Nate Diaz. They're my favorite fighters, and... I don't care what anybody says, they started that. They started talking in the middle of the ring during the fight. They would talk smack before the fight, during the fight. Not really after the fight, but before and during for sure. And like I, I sat there and thought, what if Nick or Nate were fighting, would he tell them the same thing? But then my cousin goes, he's like, think about it, they're on ESPN, which is owned by Disney. And they're in the middle of a pandemic, so there's no crowd, so you can hear everything. But then I thought about it, but I'm like, it doesn't matter. The NFL, the NBA players, they do the same thing. But I don't know if they're fined. I doubt they're fined. This guy didn't get fined. I'm complaining because the ref said no cussing. 
like I said, there might be a rule that I'm not aware of in the in the rules book. Because I do remember when Nick Diaz fought Robbie Lawler many, many years ago. Mazagari told Nick the same thing. No talking, Nick. But the refs usually don't enforce it. So I'm assuming it's a rule that's not really enforced. But Duradayu won due to the fact that Zubairo wouldn't really do anything. And he was, I don't want to say running away, but he wasn't engaging throughout the fight. That at one point Khabib was in Zubaira's corner, like, getting all emotional, yelling at him, telling him that he needed to do work if he wanted to win this fight. But at the end, I think Duodayu won two rounds to one. So that was a win back for SBG Ireland, because that's where he trains. For those who don't know, SBG Ireland is the, the gym where Conor McGregor trains at. And we all know the rivalry that McGregor and Habib have. Cool. Next fight. Dominic Reyes versus Jan Brakovic. Now, before you guys lose control, yes, I'm skipping over fights. Because the other fights, nothing significant happened. Yes, Israel's teammate lost. But, like, besides the no-cussing ref warning and these two title fights nothing really crazy happened within those other two fights although i will say that what's this guy's name that beat israel's teammate brandon royal brandon royal He's a flyweight. He beat his teammate Kai Carl France. I don't know his rank. I want to say he's number seven. He's a good fighter. He won by guillotine choke. He choked him out. Look out for that guy. Hold on. I'll tell you his ranking. I, I do have the rankings. Let's see his ranking. Brian Broyle is number six. Let me see who I would want to see him fight against. Make him fight Andre Pantoja, bro. Because for a while, a lot of people thought Andre Pant... Not Andre, Alexandre Pantoja, my bad. For a while, a lot of people thought after Demetrius Johnson and Henry Cejudo left, Alexandre was going to be the next champion. They didn't know about Davison Figueredo. That guy's scary, bro. Like, me and my cousin, we were watching his fight with Joseph Benavides. The second one, because the first one, it was, it, was, it was brutal. But the second one was worse. Because as he's beating Joseph B up, he's like smiling like like half angry half smiling that I was creeped out that dude's scary he's gonna be champ I wouldn't mind seeing him go up 135 see if he could deal with those guys but then he's gonna be like <laughs> Henry he left the 125 to go to 135 but yeah Brendan Royal watch out for that guy that guy's good he's probably the future I wouldn't mind seeing and fight anybody in the top five. Alex Perez is getting the next shot. 
to Davison Figueredo because Cody Garbrandt got hurt with the torn bicep. I will talk about that in detail later. So going back to Jan Brakovic versus Dominic Reyes. First of all, bro, I'm going to be straight with you. I honestly thought this was just a formality to get the belt around Reyes' waist. Because after the John Jones fight, no way you slice it, whether he won or lost. Whether he won or lost, he barely lost that fight. Because originally when I saw that fight live, I thought Reyes had won. But then I rewatched it. And then I'm like, nah, Jones won. But then I rewatched it again. I'm like, nah, Reyes won. But then I re like, the point is, I watched it like five times and I, and I came to the conclusion Jones won. But it was by, mo like, it wasn't very far off. Like, it, it, it's one of those fights that you can give to either fighter and you'll be like, okay, but it was very small feats. So I'm like, there's no way this guy's gonna lose after coming that close to beating John Jones. He's gonna lose to this guy. This guy should walk right through. I'm talking about Reyes here. That Reyes should have walked right through Jan Brakovic with ease. Boy, was I wrong. Jan Brakovic showed that Polish power. And I, I was sitting there in amazement. Because in the first round, he kicked him to the body so hard that he left him with his nasty bruise. His ribs he were either bruised. Or broken because there was this nasty bruise on the side of his ribs. Like when Reyes would get going, so would Jan. And Jan would just stop him in the middle of his attack like Reyes couldn't go. And like once you felt Reyes had, had his range, Jan would just crack him. And like it got to the point where he cracked him good enough that he broke his nose. And when he went to blitz him again, he was able to crack him again that he ultimately finished him. Jan Brakovic walked through Dominic Reyes that after the fight, John Jones either tweeted or put out a, like a Instagram post saying, would you guys be upset if I went back down to get my 205 belt? A lot of people took that, including myself, because when John announced that he was going to vacate the title to go to heavyweight, a lot of people took that, that, that he was afraid of Dominic Reyes because they either told him, you go to heavyweight or you have to defend your title against Dom Reyes. And so I, I assumed he chose to go to heavyweight because you don't want to fight Dom Reyes again. But then right after Jan Brakovic beat it, like, Jan, like John Jones didn't beat down Dominic Reyes. Jan Brakovic beat Dominic Reyes down. And then I thought about it. I'm like, well, how could this happen? And then I watched Chael Sonnen, a piece Chael Sonnen did. He goes, Maybe Dominic, from what he learned from that John Jones fight, he tried to pace himself. And that could have ultimately cost him because he, he didn't go out there looking like he was getting ready to fight. Like, it looked like he was trying to pace himself. He was probably going to take the early rounds off and turn it up round two. I'm like, that makes sense. Or, Jan Brakovic's kick to the side of his ribs hurt him so bad that he was more worried about breathing than fighting, and once he was able to get into his range, Jan Brakovic just saw opening and beat him down. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Jan fight John Jones, but at this point, I think it's a more possibility that 
John will fight either Israel Adesanya or somebody in the heavyweight division. Whether that be Francis Ngannou or Stipe Miocic. Because everybody else at heavyweight is booked. And then for Jan, I see him fighting the winner of Tiago Santos and Glover Teixeira. More Tiago wins because I believe Tiago Santos owns the last victory over Jan Brakovic when they fought in Prague. Hold on, let me check. But yeah, the winner of that fight, especially if Thiago Santos wins, will probably be, he'll probably get the next title shot over anybody else. Like, look at that fight. I believe it's on November 7th or 8th or something. Sometime in November. Because they both, they, they were scheduled to fight in September, but they both ended up getting COVID. So it didn't happen. So let's see. Yep. Sure enough, his last loss was to Thiago Santos in Prague, Czech Republic. And then he went, he beat Luke Rockhold, he beat Jacare, he beat Corey Anderson. Like, dude, I think at that point people should, because I also thought Corey Anderson was going to run through Jan Brakovic. But then Jan Brakovic just slept him, bro. But then... I'm like, okay, Reyes should beat him. And then he just beat Reyes down, bro. Took him two rounds to do it. And then for Reyes, I think for Reyes, he he might end up fighting. Originally, I wanted Reyes to win. So he could fight this guy at some point for the title. But I think that fight's going to happen now sooner than later. Because everybody else in the top five is booked. Like I said. Santos is booked to fight for Teixeira. And. Who else is he going to fight? So the only guy left for him to fight is Alexander Rakic. That is going to be a good fight. I hope it happens on a fight night. So it could be five rounds. There's going to be some violence you don't want to miss. Trust me. That fight is going to be nuts. I've been saying it since I saw Alexander Rekic dismantle Anthony Smith. I'm like, dude, this guy versus Reyes is going to be a good fight. So I might get that fight sooner rather than later. I wish it was for the title. Jan Brakovic had other plans. He's the champ now. So the fight to keep an eye on for the next light heavyweight contender would be the Glover Teixeira, Thiago Santos fight. Especially if Santos wins. I think if either man wins, it's the next title shot. But especially if Santos wins because he has that win over Jan. It's going to be a very easy sell. And then for Reyes, I think it's a no-brainer. He'll fight Wreckage at some point in the near future as his next immediate opponent. So that's about it for the light heavyweights for right now. Now let's move on to the main event. Alright, bro. I gotta be straight with you. The last time I talked this much smack going into a fight, Ben Askren got murdered in five seconds. You would assume I learned my lesson. But I didn't. I was going in there talking Bohashinya. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, like, 
like Israel has no business being in there with him. I was so confident Bohashinya was gonna win. For those of you, I keep saying Boha, he's the eraser, but that Bohashinya is Portuguese for the eraser. But I was so confident that he was gonna win that I kept saying it the day before that my mom and my grandma like, dude, why do you keep saying that? Who the hell is that? And I tell them, and then my grandma goes, like, oh, bro, that's it. That guy lost. Because all the guys you go for, they lose. So why, why do you even try? They lost. Bro, I'm not kidding you. I had ordered a Brazilian flag. I was ready to party. Like, dude, I like, it did not cross my mind. Paulo Costa was going to lose this fight. Like, it was, like, not fathomable to me that he was going to lose Israel out of My evidence that I will give to you is that their performances against Yoel Romero, like, I saw that Costa was able to take a shot from Romero where it, Izzy, the one time Romero landed, like, he he fell, like, he blocked the shot, but he kind of fell, and I'm like, dude, if, if Paulo hits this guy, he's gonna go down, because Paulo and Romero, they have a very similar style in the sense that they're very strong. But unlike Paulo, Costa's going to keep throwing, 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 and throwing. And I'm like, dude, that's going to be Izzy's downfall. Boy, was I wrong. So, going into the fight, they start, they start, Izzy starts with the leg kicks. And at first, I wasn't worried because you could see bruising on Costa's leg. But you could tell that it was from the cupping that he does. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then the first round is like, it was going very similar to the Romero fight. And then in the second round, about two minutes in, he lands a head kick that like busted Costa's face because his like lip was bleeding and stuff like that. And then at some point, he lands the exact same punch that he knocked out Robert Whitaker with, as he does. He knocks down Paulo Costa. He jumps on top of him and finishes him. And I'm like, dude, what? Like, what happened? Like, cause I, I like, I was ready to see Paulo Costa just go in there. And I, like, I even told people, I'm like, even if he doesn't, he's gonna give Izzy a fight. But that didn't even happen. And then Izzy did some, some and like he teabagged him, like uh, what gamers do in video games to feel like they're cool. I didn't think that was cool, but. People have done worse stuff, but it's whatever, man. And then, so he goes, right? And then after the fight, so he wins. And then after the fight, Costa releases a video calling Israel Adesanya human trash. And saying something happened before the fight that he's going to come back and win the gold. And then I remember seeing something from Chelsea saying that his manager, Vali Ishmael, said that he didn't follow the game plan. This is, I keep wanting to say Romero. That's why you guys probably hear me think and like retract my words. I keep wanting to say Romero for whatever reason. Costa's manager, Vali Ishmael, he goes, he didn't follow the game plan. He didn't sleep very well the night before. I'm like, dude, this isn't helping Paulo at all. Like, this all sounds like excuses. Because, no mistake about it, Israel Adesanya is the truth. And I'm going to have to accept that now. That dude's the truth. I don't see anybody. The, probably the person that could beat him 
is a person he already beat, which is Robert Whitaker. The next immediate fight for him would be if Jared Cannonier beats Robert Whitaker, who's fighting on Habib Nurmagomedov's co-main event, October 24th. If Jared wins that fight, he's fighting Robert next. I mean, not Robert. Adesanya, see? I say one name and then I get mixed up with the other. He's fighting Adesanya next. Like, that fight's already set up stone if Cannonier wins. If Robert wins, they might try to match him up with Costa and be like, okay, beat him and then we'll give you the fight. But if Cannonier wins, there's a rumored Till versus Hermanson fight December 8th. It's I say rumored because the Usman Burns fight was somewhat confirmed for December and then moved to January, February of next year. So I say rumored because that fight has not been confirmed or dismissed for the December 8th date. So if that fight goes down, I wouldn't mind seeing Paulo either fight the winner or the loser of that fight. Like for Paulo's immediate future, I would be looking at that fight for his immediate future or Derek Brunson because Derek Brunson because Paulo wants to fight in December. So Derek Brunson said he's ready to fight in, in December. So or because no, but Israel has said that it's kind of near next. Because he's been training bars back and forth with John Jones, Israel, Adesanya has. Alright guys, one thing I forgot to mention on the last podcast. This is the end by the way. One thing I forgot to mention is follow my social media on Instagram at punchedinthemouthofficial and on Twitter. With the Twitter, I'll be scoring the fights. I didn't do it for this last one because I, ha- for one, I hadn't started the podcast or... I hadn't really started anything. I just had the social media pages up and I was really busy. But in the future, I'll be in the on the Twitter feed, on the Twitter sphere. I've been wanting to say that for the longest. On the Twitter sphere, scoring the fights and talking with you guys. Whoever wants to talk, you use the hashtag PITM or punch in the mouth official. I know that's for me and I'll answer your questions. All right, guys, I'll see you later. Have a great day. Much love and watch the debates tomorrow. They're going to be good.